in three, and two, and one. Let's go. All right, welcome, welcome to another episode of Dr. Dallas Unleashed. It's good to be back. Yes. We have Amber in the house. Hey, guys. And we have Angelica. Hello. Are you guys happy to be back? So we are. excited. I feel like it's been a little bit of uh, time since we've been here. I think with the COVID quarantine getting yeah. back, it's uh, it's been a while since we've gotten together because getting everything back in the office uh, going, as Amber could yeah, tell us, yes. has been hard, right? It's a lot. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. everything we do to keep, you know, everything safe and yeah. patience and this just fear of, you know, catching this, we want to make sure people feel safe, but okay. it's a lot going on mm-hmm. for us as an office, wouldn't yes. you say? Like, That's- what's the hardest thing you think, Amber, to kind of get our office ready for, you know, starting back up again? All the protocols that we had to do. Yeah. Like the protocol manuals, training the staff. We were doing a lot of it to begin with, but um, making the protocols yeah. number one hardest thing. So putting everything on paper. And, and making and that sure totally it's correct. And- makes sense because, you know, as a business, we ha- always have to think legally, right? Yep. You know, mm-hmm. you don't want someone to get sick on your watch because correct. you didn't do something right because ultimately you know, someone points a finger and says, oh, I got sick. My mom got sick. I'm going to blame you guys and I'm going to take you to court. And that unfortunately, that's the way you think about it. And when I hear about schools, you know, being closed and Mm -hmm. thinking about reopening, Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're thinking the same thing. Agree. There are parents out there who will take the school district to court if their kids got it. Which is crazy to me because are you taking your kids anywhere else? Like that's so ridiculous. Right. Right. Who knows if it was Uncle Bob. Correct. Who was out on the lake and was with a bunch of other people and maybe someone else had it had it on lake whatever yeah but okay they go to school and it for sure had to be in the school right Right. so i I get it but um you know i don't know i don't know if you could say i mean we don't do that with a flu right you wouldn't if your kid gets the flu at school would you go to the principal and be like, it's your fault you let this other kid in with a fever no the only thing i blame the school for is head lice Send your damn kids home if you have head lice. What if they don't know, though? Uh, You know if your kid has head lice. But, like, the flu, legally, you just have to think about everything. I think that's what the hardest part about COVID was. I was thinking about that. Yeah. Protocols, the staff, just everything was very stressful. Yeah, but isn't COVID more, like, intense than the flu? That's why they shut yeah, the whole world th- down for I a I think it's, it's more, just new. more contagious. Yeah. There's, yes. you know... You know, obviously we're worried about people dying, but right. as we get more information, it's it's probably not what we thought it was. And very yeah. susceptible people and, and actually children, maybe not so much who are yeah. healthy, uh, but still you just, you know, I always think about, you know, that letter that comes in that's somehow blaming us, our right. office and, um, you know, that's why we keep hearing about the schools asking, hey, should do you want your kids to return? Yeah. And they're, I think uh, some of the other office staff are saying they got stuff. And did you get something in the mail? I didn't get anything in the mail. Okay. About whether you want to keep because I your... live in the country and they're like, send your kids to school. Like yeah. I'm like not scared at all. I want, like she needs to go to school. Yeah. The, yeah. I think that was a huge adjustment for a lot of kids. And we we're just talking about this and parents and depression. It, it's a lot for people. Kids yeah. need to be around other kids. Um, Right. Send her ass to school. Was she missing the kids? Yeah. And yeah. especially she's the only child. She's bored. What about when they're saying that it's only 50%? Are they going to send half the kids to school like, different that's days? That's so ridiculous. I'm sorry. No. I, I don't. Okay. So if they're going to do that, are they going to um, cut our tax dollars too for the city? Well, I think the 50% <laughs> was like they would go part, you know, like one group of kids would go 
and then you know maybe flip flop the other week, then the other group would go. But what about working parents? Like, what are you going to do with exactly. your kids? That's, That's right. a struggle. That's, That's a burden that you're mm-hmm. putting on parents who are used to their kids being not only somewhere where they're teaching them, but also yeah. a lot of these issues with feeding. Sometimes the right. kids' yes. only chance to get their meals, both breakfast and lunch, yeah. is at school. Did right. you get a lot of those letters from your? We got tons yes, from our school. That said, you can come and pick up lunch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, luckily, fortunate, we don't have to, to worry about that. Yeah. But, you know, it was probably a big deal for people who depended on their kids eating yeah. um, at school, breakfast yeah. and lunch. I know a bunch of restaurants yeah. that were gathering up food and they're they making like little lunches and distributing them out. And yeah. they did it at my apartment complex, actually. They said, you know, we need a headcount because some restaurant was bringing in box lunches for people. And, I mean, yeah. if you couldn't if you couldn't have it, then you could just yeah. go there. I know a lot of churches did it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is good. I think it's just important that kids need to go back to school. Like yeah. they really do. You can, we can't. No one can live in a bubble. And I know that kind of sounds mean. And but if you are have a you're compromised with your health or you're elderly, then you need to stay away. But the yeah. healthy people, we can't all suffer from it. Right. That, yeah, you know. and, and then single parents too that'd yeah. be tough on them yeah. especially super hard i have no family here so yeah. if london can't go to school what am i gonna do right yeah. and you then daycares are closed it's like come on yeah it's all these additional stressors that yes. are putting because i keep hearing story after story about a family member or somebody really having a hard time like mentally kind of yeah. being stuck at being at home right losing a job um have to take care of your kids where, yeah. where are they going to go i can't teach them and yeah. work at the same time um and it's been tough i think we've seen a lot of stuff so i like we were talking about earlier i understand the argument like hey you can't just keep it closed everything closed forever right until there's like zero deaths no, right no. um because other people are dying of other things like yeah depression yes. and then those people aren't working so then they're unemployed not only because they have to be at home but they just are depressed and then um suicide's it. a big big one that yeah. i hear about um and then the vices you know people who don't have anything to do are kind of left to their own right you know hey uh, i used to drink but now i'm gonna drink a little bit more right yeah. that's, you know? I, I used that's to have you know smoke crack and wine a little bit more <laughs> oh my god so, i don't have anything to do right um I'm going to have two more of these Twizzlers because I yes, can. Yes, the quarantine Dude, I 15, man. I gained so much weight during Me quarantine. Too. You guys did. Out. You guys look the same. No, I gained nah. so much weight and I drank way too much. I probably drank three, <laughs> 300 times my body weight. I'm not going to lie. We I drank was so bad. much. Thank God your for liver shot. must <laughs> occupy half your abdomen right now. No. That might be what's happening. It's like, stop. It was so bad. I, Thank God Sean was like, you can't drink until after five. Like, no. Oh, and then like, man. I'd be like, 505, let's go. See, there yeah. was no rules. I mean, for me, I had the white claws there and I would plan those work happy hours so I could start even earlier. So we'd be like, I'd be like, um, it's 1130, happy hours at 12. I'll pregame for the happy hour. Get on there. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm just kidding. It was hard. I, I don't know how you guys, you know, I like to drink every once in a while, but it's right. the hangover. Uh, that's the killer. Yeah, but you're not like a drinker or a drinker. No, no, he doesn't know how to make a drink. Yeah, you like I a, enjoy yeah. a glass of wine or a cocktail at night. Right. Yeah, but, well, you don't get a hangover with that though, right? No. no. But does the fear of the hangover ever keep you from like, whoa, I shouldn't have that last one? Or do you hit a point and you're just like, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. You have drunk <laughs> self happened. who, yeah. you know, your sober self next day gets mad at drunk self. Yes. Yeah, He's like, like, son of a bitch. Yeah. Why did you do that to my me? My problem is I don't know when to stop. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can. We'll go out for drinks, um, and there's always a good happy hour at Legacy West, and we'll go out, have a couple glasses of wine, a couple glasses of champagne. Next thing I know, some old people are buying us drinks. We're all having a great time, and then I can't even drive home. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like I gotta work in. <laughs> that sounds hours. so horrible. Uh, what I love about you girls, though, when you go out, you don't. When's the last time you paid for a drink? Um, you probably have, but I would say the frequency is probably pretty low. I yeah, pay for my low. drinks. Yeah, I don't. But you know, she's single. She's going out yeah. there. Well, no, even the waiters—they're awesome. Like, I mean, it's probably because we go to the same spots over and over, and so they know who we are by this point. Like, yeah, the owners, the waiters. But not only them, dudes, but like dudes. new dudes. Right? Yeah, it's probably dudes. It's always right? dudes. Dudes, of course. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's not like a girl is going to be like, oh, you're so oh. sweet. I love your nails. <laughs> what shoes are those? Let me buy you a shot. It's the dude. It's right. It's the guy trying who to get sees laid. You. Exactly. Right. And you, you know? just you and say, then you, thanks. Can you buy one for my friend? <laughs> oh, my too? God. No. Yeah. That doesn't happen. I, and that, that could be bad. the whole night. I mean, gosh, you guys save so much money. And then yeah. the guys who are we out really there, do. I can't dude, even they're know. like dropping every nut. You know that they've ever saved right. just to pay for. <laughs> That's and so sad. It's the idea that they could maybe talk to get them. your phone number, maybe get a you know have a date right. with one of you guys. It's so wrong, right? Don't say but one then, of you guys. I haven't got a drink Amy. in fifteen but years. But you could do you it. Let's just pretend it. You <laughs> at least Sean pies your drink old, sometimes. Uh, right? Sean's money is my. It's my. It's my money too. I work. <laughs> <laughs> See, mine. Actually, there's this place that we go to on Thursday nights, and it's called. Um, it's just like a, it's a bar in Uptown or Deep Ellum area, and if you you flip a coin and if it yeah. gets like you call it, you say heads or tails. If yeah. you land on tails, let's say I call it tails, yeah. it's one dollar drinks for that round. But you order what? your drinks first. Yes, it's awesome. And last week, or was it last week? Um, we hit the one dollar every single time. So that means that cocktails just keep on coming. They're like that's a good one. But where yeah. is it at? It's called High Fives. And where though? Um, like Dallas, oh, I don't yeah, know. That's too far for it me. It is too far for you, but it's totally worth it. It's I so like fun. my bar and my house, you know. Yeah, yeah. For it's free. <laughs> I mean, well, she still gets know. it free too. I know, but you yeah, know. the social events. Anyway, but I want um, you know, it's good to live vicariously through you. Yeah, kind of see all that stuff. I, I'm okay. Birthday. I'm totally happy. I don't want to even live through her. Life. He does because what was it? The day after my birthday, he came in here and he just looked at me like. He was like, oh, you don't... Okay, I walked in and Actually, Celine I mean, goes, you look rough. You had like no makeup on, nothing? Uh, I had makeup on. I can always tell when you're before. rough because you have like no eyebrows. <laughs> I always have a brow on. There's only been one occasion I did not have a brow on. One, well, you had one brow on. The other one was off. <laughs> you have it was a candy half, oh, I, I was eating. I was hungry, guys. But, but she looked at me and she was like, you look so bad. So did Nina. And I walk in his office. He's like... I think you look great. I think you look the same. Oh and my I'm God. Like, and like, cool. like, no. well, I, I think that she's probably a still You drunk. did not even go to bed that night. Did you? <gasps> I did. I did. You had like one hour of sleep. Yeah. And I said for one hour of sleep, you're, you're doing not pretty good. Not looking too bad. Yeah. I was looking pretty good. Yeah. I was here. Well, but I think she still had some of the alcohol in her system. You know, yeah. when you're not quite, you haven't I, hit bottom. I've been there before. I'm sure that night, you know, yeah. you were like time to just Yikes. sleep and, um, you know, fall asleep dead type of thing. But yeah. Yeah. You need that time to recuperate. It was a good, it was yeah. a good night, you know? Good. good. Do I remember it? But I am, um, I, I'm kind of tired of, um, I mean, I know we have to make sure about this COVID stuff, but I'm, I'm tired of wearing the mask. I'm oh, so I know. sick and tired of wearing the because mask. Because one is, I, I can't breathe. Yes. I can't breathe. I, I wear the true mask. M95 mask. Yes. And when I operate, you know, it's so tight. It's great, right? Because you're not going to get the virus particles, but you're like rebreathing your CO2. You know, like if you're breathing it's into a bag. Huh? Well, then I feel 
sick like (gasps) you know yeah i'm over it but sorry guys we're stuck with the mask for a while yeah not that i wouldn't wear it but i you know i totally get when i go to the store and i see like a whole family not wearing it and do you wear it out yeah i wear it out i always have Mm. my mask and then the kids if i have it in my car yeah if i don't have it i don't wear it See, but that's the thing. I, I don't look at you guys or the people I see as being like, oh my God, I can't believe you're doing it. You know, and I'm not afraid to be near yeah. you guys because uh, I have mine on. Right. I just know that it is impossible to keep the whole society Agreed. on, you know, this lockdown right. or wearing masks and six feet away because you go out and, yes. right? Yeah. You go to parties and sure, mm-hmm. you know, during Nobody's the day, everyone's good. And then you go to this party and everyone's together, packed, dancing. Right. So I can't blame people. I did get kind of like this uh, elderly lady kind of like yelled at me at the market a while back because I wasn't wearing Ooh, a mask. Yeah. But at the same time, I honestly feel like the mask is worse because people are touching it so yes. much and moving right. and fidgeting it around that they're actually causing more bacteria and stuff to spread because they're mm-hmm. not used to wearing it. So it's the touching on and off. But I went this weekend, we went out and no one was wearing yeah. a mask. We yeah. were at the lake and the restaurant was packed and right. no one was wearing a mask. Right. Not even the their employees? servers were, yeah. but like, you know, like down here, they weren't wearing it the um, full covering their full face. So they weren't even wearing it properly. I was in Austin this past weekend and only select places were really strict about it. Yeah. They put the hand sanitizer on your hands. They checked your temperature and you couldn't go in half the places if you did not have a mask. And there was one restaurant we went to where if you got up to use the bathroom or got up to walk around, you had to have your mask on. You can only take it off at your table. And they handed out masks. But the club I was at on Saturday night, it was so packed and not a single person had the mask on. And I was like, not even their employees. Okay, well, when we went to the club Saturday night, they did check our temperature. They checked our temperature on the way in. But honestly, I think since it was such a big event that we went to, it was like a free for all. Yeah. They just wanted more people in. Anyways. So it's either you do it all the time or you don't. And this sort of half-assed stuff, I'm beginning to think that, you know, if it's going to, if there's going to be like another resurgence, it's going to happen and- you know, um, right. it has to, you know, something like this has to really scare people. You know, like the original, when it first came out, everybody was scared. Right? I was more scared, like, of the economy. Well, that too. But, I mean, it's funny. Horrible? It has to be so traumatic mm-hmm. for people. And they have to also fear for themselves. But as time wore on and people were like, oh, only old people get it. Yes. That, you know, you had a group of people who were like, well, it's not going to affect me. No big deal. Yeah. Um. So when it doesn't scare somebody enough, it's just it's like who cares so right. i think uh, unless it were to resurge big time or someone you knew died from it we're just going to keep going and doing what we're doing i just feel like you can't live in fear like honestly and especially me as a christian like i'm totally okay like i believe in god i'm believe in heaven like i cannot live my life in fear right plus you're not going to build an immune to it in any way if you trap yourself in no one's going to build immune well, i don't think you can build an immune that's a very good point um <laughs> i think you can well if you get it right, yes, and yeah, you get yes, antibodies. Yes. So I see what you're saying. I thought you meant that you just wouldn't get it. No, no, you're no, getting antibodies. You'll probably get so it. So this, um, you know, what they would call it, like herd immunity. They yes. want everybody to eventually yes. get it. Yeah. yeah. If you're going to get it, go ahead and get it. So now you start building up this whole society that has immunity to it, and then it'll die out. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the thing is, you know, they're worried about well, there's going to be so many deaths, so many you know elderly people. But that's the other thought, right? Just like right. 
any other thing. You just, um, everybody gets it and everybody has immunity. I feel like we're going to piss people off because either people are like, oh my God, COVID, you murderers if you leave the house without a mask. And then you have some people, like you, I, you're never going to get, no one's ever going to be happy. It's recommended to wear a mask, but it's not required. So technically you're still following the rules regardless if you wear it or not. Yeah. We saw, uh, Angelica and I saw a statement by, I forget who it was, uh, the who? No somebody that they felt uh during sex you oh, should yeah. wear masks if, it's, you're freaking if you're with like a, a stranger or someone you, you haven't known for a very long time yeah that you, you should wear, wear a mask, mask you can yourself. stick your penis in me but you need to wear a mask like are you serious because apparently covid isn't transmitted through, through fluids but, no, it's but respiratory. You get what i'm saying that's like the stupidest thing yeah. i've ever heard i'm sorry i can't even like that's the stupidest <laughs> thing i've ever heard i can't even for real I, I, well i agree but you know you know, it makes sense because it's respiratory. So if you're going to... Sir, sir, yes. you meet Where, can you please put your mask on? Oh, and make sure you put your condom on too. Right. How can you... You can't even like... There's no interaction. It'd be like literally... That's well, so weird. I can't. You can't smile. So <laughs> you can't even... You, you can see and then, eyes, and then right. if you have Botox, right, there's like no movement. Yeah. You're just like... <laughs> Give me something. Oh just God. noises Wait. through a mask. I'd be like... This shit stop. <laughs> like, get off. Like, I can't. Are you happy under there? I can't even tell. Anyways, we're we gonna play a game, or what else are we yeah, gonna say? Yeah. yeah, we thought we um we had some uh, time to do. A we wanted to ask what your greatest fear was, but Angelica got real nervous about what Why? talking about her biggest fear. You want to mention it? We were just talking about you know not being in shape, healthy, you know making smart choices, not like being her, able to exercise. Her biggest fear about me? herself. Yeah. Is not being in shape and not healthy. It's but, been like but, it since like sixth grade. It's not going to change. And you yeah. think I have body dysmorphia? No, I yes, don't think you have I body do. dysmorphia. I think so. I why? Don't. Why? What are you worried I think about? all women. To I what are you going to do when you like have become a mom and like you gain weight and you have stretch marks and all And like, what if no. that happens? She I have, have thought kids. about it for the longest time. I've been on the fence of having them or having someone else have them. <gasps> really? But... I think eventually I'll have, have them, them myself. Oh, I know. I love babies. <laughs> Not after the tummy tuck. It was just something for uh, a couple of years ago. I didn't want kids. I was like, I will adopt. Because of I'm, the way you're going to look. Mm -hmm. Wow. It was more. It wasn't the way I was going to. I think it was the whole entire process and like just seeing how I was going to change after. But I think being here has helped a lot to understand how your body changes, seeing yeah. patients come in and like how you can fix things and how you can make changes. Yeah. I, I don't know if I was educated enough on how like, your body actually will get loose skin, stretch marks. Yes. I was just scared. And I was like, I can't do it. And um, now I'm like, you know, I'm leaning towards it more. I, I want kids 100%. I just, at first I didn't want to carry them. And now I'm like, uh, you know. Well, that makes me kind of, that makes Well, me no, because I mean, eventually I probably will. I'm sorry, y'all. It's my phone and I always yell at you guys, but I'm sorry. Yeah, now it's your turn to. <laughs> I probably will end up having my own kids. on uh, mute. <laughs> yeah. you're, you're fucking She's up the podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm always God one yelling GD, at you guys. GD to hell. You. Literally, it would be like. The vibrates mm -hmm. on, we can still hear it. I know, I'm so sorry. Don't bang your arms on the table. I'm sorry, but for real, that's your fear? No, um, my fear was my whole body in general. Um, it was gaining weight, um, just not being how I've always wanted to be. And where do, where like, do you think you got that Where from? that stem from, yeah. Probably cheerleading. Yeah. Uh, you know, right now in today's world, I probably look normal. But if I would were to cheer, I'm serious. But if I were to be in the cheer world, I don't know where I would stand today because so many people look at being average body size as big. And 
I don't know. That's just yeah. how I've always been. But that makes but sense. Be comfortable. Yeah. You're you're cute. You're yeah. young. Be comfortable. I want. I gave up a long time ago. I I can't live. You can't live like that. I mean, eventually, like like I said, I I will have my own kids. I was on the fence previously in my life, but I think now that I'm older, I know I don't want to be alone. I want to have someone to like leave my stuff to when I passed away and stuff if i don't ever get married which i better get freaking married like what the hell somebody <laughs> better live with this um i don't know i just i want i want to i don't want to be lonely like if my husband ever passed away like i want to have kids to spend time with when i'm yeah. 70 and 80 and grandchildren and all that like i want to have that i mean i i just before i didn't and now i'm obviously moving towards it more You're because like i said there. there's ways you could yeah i'll just come see you what the heck well so you rather have someone else have your baby so that you don't have to mess up your body i used to think that way i used to be scared of the whole thing i couldn't even get a paper cut oh angelica i was scared of i don't blood. think it's i think it's pretty unfortunately it's actually seems normal to have that sort of fear and this nowadays society nowadays cheerleading world where you expect to be a certain real thin yes. if you want to be the person who's on top of the pyramid you got to be real tiny and petite right or if you're going to be the jumper you got to have like a certain build well and it's not necessarily that it's you know you're you you're yes if you want to be a flyer you have yeah. to be smaller and it's not always like that but i think i just i developed all this muscle so i know i could toss yeah. somebody in the air <laughs> but in the end if i ever wanted to be on top i'd have to drop 40 pounds that's so sad. I'm you don't so have 40 sad. pounds to drop. I, and maybe not now. I mean, I'm in college. I might have been a little bit more <laughs> thick, thick, you know, but oh God. Well, Amber, what's, what's your greatest fear then? Pretend that's, oh. you know, we've already talked <laughs> I, I'm about. I'm actually kind of like, I feel bad. Don't uh, feel my bad. Greatest, what, what my uh, biggest fear. Okay. Number one, probably be something, God forbid, happened to my daughter. Right. Like, totally would be something happening in my child and again being i know she'd go to heaven so it, that gives me a little bit of relief but something happening there's something somebody hurting her is probably my biggest fear and then probably like financially my biggest fear too like I losing too. everything i think just because i we were so poor and i worked for so long and then to lose that would probably be number two but one would be something happening to my daughter 100 percent yeah or I after mean, this um accident last weekend going freaking paralyzed <laughs> oh yeah for those of you that know that amber was on a jet ski going like 80 miles per hour not making smart so, choices yeah with with uh yeah just not making a good choice and turning and, and, and then flying, flying right i think if you're on pavement it would have been game over i would have been dead for yeah. sure 100 percent. but luckily you're on water so now you just have bruises and you, you look like the first batman where you can't, can't his whole move. shoulders turn right so that would be another fear, I'm like yeah, <laughs> I know that's this exactly is Amber how I feel the whole day. But um, that, like being paralyzed would suck, like being yeah. a burden for someone else to take care of. Yeah, I mean, what's your fear? Well, I was going to say your your two fears are probably very common fears, right? Like yeah. I have children, of course, I would be devastated if something happened to them. You know, right? Um, financially, again, that's probably you know again. You, for me, when I think about, you know, financial stuff, it's not so much, oh, because I can't pay for the car, that sort of stuff. It's like, you know, I go back to the kids, you know, I won't be able to provide them yeah. with the things that I want them to have. And it's not material things, but to me, it's more of just, you know, experiences, vacations. Yes, yes. I'm not worried. Mm -hmm. 
about the because I don't have a Ferrari or mansion, yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be crushed financially like that. But I'd be like, dude, that sucks. We can't, you know, go on that little vacation because I never had those things when I was same, growing up because I grew up. Um, not with a lot of those those things. I wouldn't say we were poor, but we weren't able to go on a lot of vacations. Yeah. Man, we have surpassed that with our kids. We go quite a bit, which yeah. I think is awesome. Yeah. So, but you know, for me personally, probably just, you know, being what I do and a plastic surgeon, you know, obviously a lot of people look to us, look to me, what we do on social media, but you know, you kind of want to make a difference. You want to be able to say when I'm gone, did I make a difference in someone's people's lives in general, you know, not only my kids, but just, you know, it's like a legacy thing, you know, and it's, uh, again, not about accumulating the most wealth, but like, you know, maybe making some advancement in my field or making it safer or, you know, he did it differently, but you know, he, was, you know, set himself apart from how other people in his field did it. And we talked how, you know, you were, you know, uh, Angelica's doing a trainer thing. Yeah. Um, and, right. you know, when we were talking about plastic surgeons and, you know, I do a breast augmentation. Yeah, there's 50 other guys who do breast, breast augmentations, but how am I different? Well, check out on social media, see how I do it. You know, maybe I talk about it. Maybe people understand why I use silicone, that sort of thing. That was a game changer for people to see me do it and talk about it. Right. For you... You know, you're out there doing the personal training stuff and you were talking about how you're going to have to give us one of those, like how it, how it is when you're doing your three minute, like, come on guys, let's go. Okay. But you know. before you do that. But is that your fear? Like to no. like do like a bad like job or? No, I mean, just maybe not making a difference to people, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, if I were to, to go away and whatever might happen that people, um, you know, somehow I didn't make a difference in their lives. And the biggest, I think, obviously is the kids, right? Because I'm with them the most that they could look back and and say, you know, my dad did this. I was really proud of him. And that's why he's going to go on. They're going to go on to be good and better people and productive societies, uh, people in society. Cause I don't want the, you know, my kids to live with me when I'm 40 and I'm taking care of them. I want to be like, I'm getting older. And as I took care of them, they say, Oh, you know, I want to be there for you and take care of you go on vacations with my family with you. And I think that's, you know, we talk about kids. There's no better to me, better measure of a person is how your kids turn out. Right. Because I will always look at, um, we talked a little bit about this too. When you see, you know, people who are just kind of out there, not doing a whole bunch, uh, living with their parents, I have to think, well, what happened to mom and dad? Are they enabling it? Why are they like that? You know, it could be genetic, but you know, at the same time, you know, I think a lot of it depends on how you grew up. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yes and no. Yeah, I mean, you like have I s- the right to change, right? No, you, oh yeah. yeah, but it's hard. You it's did. hard to change people. You changed. Um, how so? Didn't you say that growing up, you were, I mean, you were always in the books and studying, and you wanted to do better than, I don't know. Well, no, you just want to do good. Yeah, you changed. Yeah. Didn't you change? Well, look at me compared to my brother. Exactly. Totally night and day. And you we think that's genetic? Same household. No, so, I just think it's motivation. I think it's motivation and then also... But why yeah. Why is the motivation different if you guys are grew up the same? It's a drive to make yourself yeah, better. Yeah, better. I, I want more you in my see, life. Yeah, you can see there's something so out there So that's why I think you. it might be genetic because if your environment was the same... Well what then, about my twin sister? I'm an identical twin sister. Yeah. And we're polar opposite. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. So that's why. Too. Completely opposite. Yeah. There's probably things we don't understand what, yeah. what drives people. It could be something very tiny, right? right. That, um, you know, 
that you saw or someone said to you right. about your shape, your weight, that yes. it forever, you don't even know, it's in your subconscious, has driven you to always kind of be very careful about, you know, the weight, how you look and that sort of thing that only you were exposed to. Maybe your sister or somebody else wasn't exposed to. Right. Or maybe someone said something to me and like, you better do this or you're going to be able you know, not make something of your life. And it was something I heard, not my brother. And, um, kind of always drove me to, to, to try to be the best that I could. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. Um, I do think, I think it's a little bit of both, right? Yeah. Um, but who knows, you know, that's a tough question. So like I always say, when you raise your kids, the best when example, when you have kids, the best example is to do the things that you want them to do. Yep. Oh, if yeah. you're going to yell at your husband, guess what they're going to do? They're going to yell at their relationships. Oh, great. If you're kind and you um, are sweet or nice and say, how are you doing? That's how they're going to treat other people. So yeah. it's probably, you know, monkey see, monkey do. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can so that. that's if you guys a big are parents deal. out there, that's probably the best. I mean, just do your best to be how you want your kids to be. Because mm -hmm. if you're a yeller, a smoker, mm -hmm. a drinker, right. your kids are going to be a yeller, That's smoker, drinker. That's so true. Most of the yes. time. So, well, sometimes I feel like not always because a lot of my friends have parents that were alcoholics or turned to drugs, but they'll grow out of that because they see how they right. live and they don't want to live like that. And I think that right. might be just a motivational thing just for them alone. Like, I don't want to live, you know, yeah. coming home to a drunk dad all the time. I don't want my kids to have to feel like that. They're coming home to somebody who isn't there all the time yeah, yeah. like physically mentally well they're physically Maybe that's they're not their mentally traumatic there. experience yeah. it yeah, was changed. so traumatic like there's no way i'm going to be like that right. right for you something was weird i'm never going to be that person and so you strive to be the opposite and that's probably a good example right like oh like my I, parents my mom yeah. was like that my mom was crazy and like very like demeaning yeah. towards my dad and like ran the household and now like i'm polar yeah opposite like right. i'm like servant's heart and that's, that's and london's like that though yeah and that's like the exact i mean i see that too all the time as yeah. well it's almost there's not even a middle ground it's like there's no way i'm gonna be like that mm -hmm. i'm gonna just turn it around mm -hmm. so you know um but i bet you um it's not to say the other way around if she was kind and did all those things that somehow you would be the person yeah. that was real mean true um but in that experience that was maybe your turning point to really strive to be something different mm -hmm. you know um so yeah i don't know child rearing being who you are like trying to understand who you are i think as the years go by you kind of understand i still think about stuff when i was growing up and think you know maybe that's why i'm impatient about this sort of thing because i saw that i saw my um i still gain insight now you know because right. i didn't have as much when i was younger in my 20s yeah. you know i was just like whatever let's you know go to the bars and pick up, you know, chicks, but you get older and you just gain more perspective. So yeah. I don't know. Hopefully you listen and, and hear that and you'll kind of see those sorts of things. And right. I think you're on the right path. You're not doing anything crazy. No, you just, you know, learn from our mistakes. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm 26. Yep. I feel like I'm starting to get my life together a little bit more. Uh, am I finding like more of my own passions and what I like yeah. to do and um, trying to balance everything out. And I, I take care of myself, so I don't need anybody. But I, I don't think like that. Okay, I think like that, but eventually I want to be with somebody, and yeah. eventually we'll have our family. Yeah, you're, so be I'm not you're better off for being independent, though. Oh, 100%. That you can be by yourself, because there are a lot of, I think, women who probably get stuck in this, like, I need to be with somebody. I have to, you know, I, I can't. like that. And that's probably not a good way, because yeah. your relationships are always going to be sabotaged a little yeah. bit, yes. I think. I, I, like I That's settled. my opinion, but um, yeah. I think you're doing good. Amber's doing good. Well, she's she's ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> she has a fam. Yeah. 
But yeah, um, yeah you'll get there. We were going to play a game, but we totally didn't play oh, it. Yeah. We were going to do, why don't we do next one time. real quick? Okay, go. All right. All right. This is rapid fire. And then uh, maybe we'll continue on the next one. Angelica. Have you ever been hammered at the movie theater? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's like, <laughs> um, kind of way stupid. All right. Amber. Yes. <clears throat> this is a good one. Have you ever had uncontrollable gas at work? Don't lie. No. Oh, come on. I swear. What do you do? How do you hold it in? I remember I on February poop. 3rd, I walked by your office and it was so putrid. No, I'm I don't. I'm just joking. Oh okay. my God. See, we take Tums for that. Even though I'm not saying like I have we, that. We acknowledge our bubble guts. <laughs> I like we just have the uncontrollable. Have I like farted at work? Yeah, but like uncontrollably, no. Oh yeah, you're right. Well, no. you but know, I also she hold it know. in a lot. So like, come on. So your stomach's like so one of those like, things. Like, <laughs> no, I'm like, it, I'm like the worst person. Bubbly stomach. I have to take Miralax probably like once a month. But if you're holding it, at one point, it's it does have to be. At one point, it just gets. Why? Miralax. About my poop. It is. If you can talk about sex on the podcast, you can talk about a little so bit. So it's of, it will get so bad where I'm like, oh my god, I haven't pooped in like five days. Is oh, that shoot, why I, I see you? Miralax. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I always feel like that is not okay. My I feel like your poor intestine this. is like rock hard. Oh, it's really oh my bad. God. You know, the longer it sits there, the harder it's going to be. So I, I get it. Oh, I know I got to do it. I feel like that's why I see you pacing outside sometimes. You're just wafting. I never pace outside. If anything, You're, I'm pacing the office. You know what we call that? On. Crop dusting. Oh, my God. Um, no. Let's see. Let me ask myself a question. Um, choose not to invest in something that would have made me a fortune. Oh, shit. No, I have a oh, my gosh. Problem. I'm thinking of my ex. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, that would have made you oh, a God. fortune. Oh, her, you of course think? she picks a man. What would you have invested in that would have made you a lot of money? I mean, I mean, twenty twenty hindsight. I mean, like Instagram, uh, Snapchat, yeah. Twitter, like those media. things. Oh, Amazon. No, no, no. That's not what I'm talking Apple. about. See, I was just gonna say Amazon. Amazon, Apple. Yeah. yeah. Zoom. Zoom, maybe. Yeah. Zoom, especially with COVID. <laughs> right. Or, or uh, well, no, I was Let gonna say, what if you had um, like all this uh, PPE stuff? And sold it, but you can't sell it for a profit. You can't. And you know what? The other day, some guy came in to the office next door saying, oh, I bought all these masks and I have them. You want to buy them? I'm like, no. Is this to ask yourself? I'm not going to ask myself this one. <laughs> oh, ex- <laughs> what well, is accidentally? I literally have haven't last accidentally, week. The question is that she pulled out, Have I never have I ever accidentally flashed myself in public? Yeah. Well, yeah. You've been to, you've been to New Orleans. No, no, That's no. Not even I an accident. accident like with the dress and stuff. I have. Okay, I was wearing a, a uh, off the shoulder crop top last week, and um, I'm pretty sure my friend. I don't know what happened, but somehow ice went down my shirt, and I went to lift. Oh. And it was too high, and everyone in the bar saw, <laughs> and I was just, and everybody's like, "Angelica, did you just flash us?" And like everybody knew it was not intentional. Did like you have a bra on. No. See, when you're a mom, oh, when, you get these, when you get these bad boys <laughs> done by Dr. Dust, you don't even need a bra. Right. Perky. <laughs> she was shit. That's, uh, that's advertising, paid advertising. Oh, my God. <laughs> Free advertising. I don't, I don't even need one, though. But I was just like, at least they look good. Like, I I mean, I was, everybody was like, <gasps> and I was like, 
don't even act surprised. Be like, what? They're don't not act surprised. <laughs> These I was are just amazing. Showing the merchandise. <laughs> I was just showing where you guys can get yours done too. Right. Oh my god! All right, guys, we'll play next week. Yeah, we'll finish up yes. our game. But uh, I think this, you know, kind of took a little turn for something different. Right. You know, yeah. talking about that stuff, but it's yeah. good, right? It's good. Hopefully, it's good there are people out there who probably have the same things, having the same issues coming, coming out of this COVID quarantine. Right. You know, just yeah. kind of. Getting back into a routine because I think as humans, you need a routine because if right. not, yes. we're all going to like blow ourselves up if yeah, we don't 100%. have it. So anyways, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys next time. Maybe we'll finish yes. this game of have you ever, never, if you guys have ideas, <laughs> let never us, have I ever? never have I ever, <laughs> no. um, but let, uh, let us know, um, DM yes. Angelica. Yeah. Slide yes. in the DMs. It's me. And, um, yes, we'll, we'll talk about what you guys want to talk about. Right, so thank you, good. Amber, You're for welcome. joining us. And, uh, Angelica, thank you as yeah. uh, always. Good luck on personal training. That's yes. something we didn't even talk fitness. about. Personal trainer she's going to be. Group fitness instructor. It's group, the same group. thing. Oh. It's not the same thing. You know what? We'll s- training. Yeah. Y'all want to take my class? I'll let you know where I'm at. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh my Watch out for her. She's going to be the next biggest thing. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us. This is Dr. Dallas Unleashed. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye, y'all.